Hi everyone, my name is Talia Smith and I am the curator for the 2020 iteration of the Churchy Emerging Art Prize. With me today for this chat, I have Melbourne-based artist Nabila Norden, whose practice utilizes ceramic and sculpture. Firstly, could you please tell me in your own words about the work that you have in the exhibition? Hi everyone. <laughs> Um, my name's Nabila and the, for the work that I have at the Churchy, I have um, chosen to exhibit a whole lot of different um, size sculptures. They're mostly all quite small and they're all placed on the floor on a drop sheet. And I've chosen for the Churchy Prize to literally just exhibit um, a sort of like a direct, I just wanted to directly take what was from my studio to the gallery space. Um, and yeah, so for the work, I wanted to keep it very open and truthful to material. Mm. I wanted to um, sort of just show the kind of the process of making, um, and really capture that in a way that feels um, natural to the act of making and not trying to make it, to polish it up or anything, which is why I've got, um, it's exhibited on a drop sheet. I just wanted it to feel really natural um, for, you know, like for anyone who makes to be able to relate to that mm -hmm. process, basically. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've, I've wanted it to, um, I wanted to create like a quite a playful feeling. Um, and this kind of, like when I made the work, I felt really excited to experiment with different objects and put different bits and bobs together and assemble different components and make things really quickly and um and very um sort of one thing leading to the next thing and it was all sort of created in a few weeks where i just made one piece and then another piece and it just grew from there uh, and nothing was too like edited out or like yeah, like mm. polished in any way. Where some of my sculptures can be very, um, you know, contained and presented. But for this one, it is, I think, the most real and the most um, honest mm -hmm. that I've um, with just showing what material is and what it can do and, and, um, and opening up that conversation about not, actually trying to say anything so specific, not saying about anything representative or talking about a specific thing, but actually just showing um, the physical things in the world. Mm. Yeah. No, for sure. I think um, it's a real like process driven work to me, you know, like, and I feel like we don't get to see a lot of that as uh, a viewer or as a member of the public, you know, like you're saying with this idea of polished work, like mm. that's what we end up seeing when we have an exhibition, right? Is, is the final result. And we miss out on all of these kinds of um, beautiful, like 
oozing moments that especially and I use oozing because in relation to your work you know we, we miss out on a lot of that and I think that that's been a really um generous and quite beautiful thing to include with your installation yeah and like, exactly and that kind of that I, I wanted it to feel exactly that like oozing and clumpy and um having like you know the bits and cracks of things all sort of in there it's just the whole mess of when you make things that just happens naturally and that so you know that stuff gets thrown away doesn't get mm. shot actually to me like the most exciting part of being a sculptor mm. um it's actually the stuff that looks quite visceral and cakey and you know i can't explain it's hard to explain like the feeling you get when you look at something or you make something or you touch something or mix something and it's like really gooey there's a like there's this sensation of like it feels so um like satisfying mm -hmm. yeah. and put your finger in slime exactly which i can't describe but it's like that feeling. yeah, yeah that feeling. and it feels very like um like that's what for me it's like the most exciting thing like it's like representative of life, you know, mm. materials can give that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, you know, in terms of the medium, um, and you know, I mentioned this before that like traditionally, if we think back to sculpture way back in the day, Greek sculptures and things, they were so precise and so perfect. And um, mm. it really became about, man's control over the material um and i kind of feel uh that your work is letting the material speak for itself and i was just kind of interested in how you thought about um yeah was it the uncertainty of the medium you know the way that you use it where you precariously might place things together that could fall apart at any moment or you know like yeah, what's that drive kind of thing yeah i think it's like um this kind of hope for for seeing what can happen it's the unknown and when like for example like with working with marble not that i've ever worked in marble before but that kind of it's like this craftsmanship of like um doing like a skilled thing and there's repetition involved and it's like you know slowly patience to for the sculpture to kind of reveal itself or whatever but um with this is kind of this this act of surprise and revealing because you it's the unknown but it's also like not um having a plan so like with the way that i make sculptures it's very um not all the time but most of the time it's spontaneous it's um it can't be planned it can't be um too considered it can't be drawn it has to happen everything has to be there to happen and the magic needs to happen um without me knowing or without me um expecting mm. so when things are precariously happening in uh precariously balancing or toppling it's kind of like letting sort of nature take its place and letting like gravity do its thing and letting the um objects itself do its thing and so they can perform themselves and um and reveal like a lot just through that happening mm. um and so yeah i think it is it's it's i like that kind of discovery and co this constant unlearning of 
how things are supposed to be done. It's like, I'm very interested in figuring out how to not know how to do things because through the not knowing is when um, invention can happen. Mm. And um, with sculptural materials, it's I'm constantly trying to find the wrong ways or um, unlearning like the what I already know to try to find something new. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Also, I know that you work on large scale as well, but so in, in terms of that and your process, the idea of scale, is yeah. it like I do know that you you do drawings and things like that, but do you adapt it as you're making it? You know, I'm just interested in your process when you, how you start and, and then where you end up basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, sometimes it's very hard to talk about process because I'm so in the process. I'm not even sure what's actually going on. Like, um, and then somehow think I just get somewhere and I'm, I, it's just a surprise to me. Like I will start at, you know, 11 AM and by 4 PM, it's just completely transformed to something completely yeah. different. I didn't even realize it was really happening. Like I did, but then like, I know what I'm doing, but then I'm in the flow of just like being a hundred percent focused in the process that I zoom out and then I, it's completely changed again. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think from making so many sculptures and I've been, making sculptures for a while now, I feel like I've, I know what that, um, like I know this, the next steps that now I feel like I can just, like there's the, how do I say, like there's the main like core things to how I make stuff. And it's like, for example, building the structure first. Mm -hmm. So that out of like wood or it might be out of like different bits of metal but it's something that's strong that's in the actual sculpture and so mm -hmm. I know once I do that I can sort of go anywhere from there like I can um cover it with fabric or I can you know um pour like buckets of glue on top of the wood and see how that might go and then I can go from there or I might just mm -hmm. wire the whole thing um but it always starts with this a kind of skeleton and then it has like layers of like it can be so many different things but it's like really like the human body like this the wood is like the bones and then you you have a mixture of so many different things going on at bones yeah so like a, you know it, obviously it's very uh, intuitive process for you when you are uh making you know you're going with obviously the knowledge that you have and you know, the experience that you have, but I mean, you are following, um, the material. Yeah. Yeah. Following the material, like following, it will tell me where to go. I will, I will know what to do based on its shape, based on its weight, based on, um, it's like durability or, or it's fr fragility that will then lead me to the next thing. Mm. Um, I'm also really interested in, um, you know, you titled the work Anti-Poem and I just, um, obviously I've read your artist statement and, you know, I really loved what you wrote about it, but I'd just love for you to um, kind of expand on that and just in this little chat. Yeah, so Anti-Poem because I was trying to think of the title and I didn't want it, I didn't want to give it a title that was like 
something that it's not, which some is very easy to do. I feel like with naming artwork, sometimes it's like, it's like either it's too direct. It's like the title is too literal, which I don't like when something is too literal or it's like trying to sound conceptual, which I also don't like because I don't like things that are too heavily conceptual. So Antipalm, I think was like for me to say, it's not, like, don't come up with anything romantic. Don't try to over-conceptualise this. Don't try to come up with some narrative. Don't make it about identity. Don't make it about anything. It's actually just making its material. And mm -hmm. I want it to, I want people to read that. I don't want people to project all of these different um, ideas. It's not about ideas. It's actually just about making, the idea of making rather mm -hmm. than another idea that, you know, of something else. Yeah, yeah no, it was really clever. I really liked that. Um, I enjoyed that about it. And it definitely is a great uh, way to explain what that work is about, which is like, yeah, it's like drawing in our focus, you know, just like guys, just look at the way it's put together. Look at the way it's dripping. Look at the way it's oozing. And, you know, it's That's, that, yeah. the beautiful nature of the materials that, that you use. Yeah, they, exactly. Materials offer so much. And we're not, I, I think we're just, like, I don't feel like, if I don't make sculpture, I don't know where I would look at all of this kind of gooey stuff. It's not really, like, unless I'm, like, maybe in nature somewhere, like, it's very, I feel like we are very disconnected to bodily things that, that then playing with things, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I get, you know, we do definitely lose that from like childhood as we, you know, head into um, adulthood, like getting dirty and playing and um, taking chances and risks. Like, you exactly. know, we yeah. do. Really yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like for me, that is sculpture is exactly that. It is like when you're a kid and you're playing, you're experimenting, you don't know, you're curious, you are one day just so excited to keep building and you have all of this like impulse and you just can't control yourself and that like materials offer that for me but like ideas don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think like my brain is in my hands like if you knock on my head it's probably pretty empty <laughs> no and i i think um you know when we go to art school and things like that tend to get uh, really trapped in this idea of, of conceptual work and, and concepts. You know, that's what they were teaching us at art school. And yeah. I remember in recent years, I was saying to an artist, um, I think they were at university, like first year kind of artists. And I said, if your concern is materiality and the medium, that is totally fine. You know, like, like that is also completely fine and I think that we don't uh those kind of practices can often not be validated um when you're going through those systems of art school for various reasons yeah which I get it's such a shame you know it is such a shame and so I feel like even with this work it feels like a protest for materiality or like you know I'm trying to talk about like try to make bring that in in the world again because it feels like when it's about materials or when you're actually making you it's like there's so many questions that you can ask and it's open-ended and i and i like art that is open-ended like i don't i don't want to be told answers i don't want to be told what to think i want to 
you know, look at something and feel a lot of different things and ask questions about things rather than, you know, like I would never, for example, make a sculpture of a figure. Like it's just too too obvious for me. Like I don't, I can see a figure. Like I, I don't need to make a figure. Like I, it, you know, it's just too, it's too literal. I like abstraction. Yeah. And all of my sculptures have elements of their figurative elements because the material is very visceral and it can appear quite like humanistic, but it's, it's, and it's got some like personality and it feels like some of them are like characters, but it's still very abstract and tries to remove itself from lots of different things. But I feel like I'm completely contradicting myself now because now I'm doing stuff that's a bit more literal. So I don't know. I actually have no idea. (laughs) I've been incredibly obsessed because I messaged you via Instagram, incredibly obsessed with the work um, that is like, you know, those structures for pieces of food to sit on or or to also be like uh, sculptural represent, your sculptural representations of food and because I think there is something like strangely delicious about your work. Like it's very like unctuous, you know, and you just want to like get in there and bite it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And a lot of people have said that before. There's like this kind of, you know, people say, Oh, it feels like icing to me. It feels so glossy. I just want to like lick it. (laughs) And so, um, Hey, I love that about it though. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean now I'm kind of exploring more into like food as part of as material as well because that offers it's also a whole other unknown space um you know cooking and and using actual food and art um yeah but yeah it's I'm I'm obsessed so I'm looking forward to um seeing it in person one day (laughs) 